Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. So great to have you here with us on our show today, this fine Friday, as we get set for another edition of Locked On Blue Devils. On today's show, more season review recaps for players on the Duke men's basketball team. I'll be talking about Jeremy Roach, A.J. Griffin, Theo John, and Joey Baker all have a year in review. My name is J.J. Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore J.J. underscore Jackson underscore or follow our show on Twitter at L.O. underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen every single day. Jeremy Roach just finished his sophomore season playing basketball for the Duke Blue Devils. The sophomore point guard wears jersey number three. He's out of Leesburg, Virginia at six foot one. Finished up a really productive season. A couple of highs and lows for Jeremy Roach, but he waited until the end of the year to play his absolute best basketball, which is what the Blue Devils wanted to see. He was a playmaker in every sense of the word in the NCAA tournament, won a handful of games for Duke. His season numbers on the year, 8.6 points per game, 2.4 rebounds per game, 3.2 assists per game, and then finished with 1.6 turnovers per game. 41% shooting from the floor for Jeremy Roach, 32.2% shooting from three-point range, and 76.2% shooting from the free-throw line. Jeremy Roach this season was back with Trevor Keels as Trevor came in for his freshman season. Those two guys played high school basketball together at St. Paul the Sixth, but, uh, of course, Jeremy one year ahead of Trevor Keels. So he already had his freshman season of college basketball. This year reunited with Trevor Keels, and Jeremy at 20 years old will turn 21 on November 1st, so that speaks to sort of the youth that the Duke basketball team has. Really, really a talented basketball team that Duke had this past season. First three rounds of the NCAA tournament, those scoring numbers went up to 14 points per game for Jay Roach. That just speaks to what I was saying. His best basketball was played at the end of the year. You look at the game against Michigan State, Jeremy Roach had a clutch three-pointer late to extend the Duke lead to four, and they went on to defeat Michigan State in the round of 32. In that Sweet 16 game against Texas Tech, Jeremy Roach made three of the last four field goals for the Duke basketball team in that win over the Red Raiders. He had a season high in turnovers against Arkansas in the Elite Eight game, but the margin was comfortable enough that Duke was able to overcome that. And Jeremy Roach, four turnovers versus Texas Tech was the second most that he had on the season. Turnovers, of course, the one stat you want to look at for your point guard And still, Jeremy Roach, despite those turnovers, when it mattered most, was making the clutch plays. He had a season-high seven rebounds versus Kentucky, so the smaller guard at 6'1 had seven in the very first game of the season. The rebounding numbers went downhill uh, after that game, but what do you expect? He's a 6'1 point guard. It's not his job to rebound, and he's got trees underneath and Paulo Bancaro and Mark Williams that were gobbling up all of the rebounds. Nine assists for Jay Roach in wins over Clemson and Syracuse. That was his highest total on the year. And in Duke's ACC quarterfinal victory over the Syracuse Orange, 
Jeremy Roach scored 19 points. That was his season-high output in that department. 22 points at Virginia Tech last season as a freshman remains the career high for Jeremy Roach, who this season played 29.4 minutes per game. The majority of ACC play, he was actually coming off the bench, and it wasn't until the ACC tournament following Duke's loss to North Carolina in the final game of the regular season, the final game at Cameron Indoor for Mike Krzyzewski's career, that he was reinserted back into the starting lineup, and he held that position for the rest of the way. And in the postseason, Duke brought Trevor Keels off the bench and had Jeremy Roach out there as the starting point guard. It is unclear whether or not Jeremy Roach will officially return to Durham for his junior season. All indication is that he will, and that he will come back and lead the way for this Duke basketball team, be one of the unsung heroes and a leader for Duke going into the new year and kicking off the John Shire era. But we have yet to officially hear that. That's just pure speculation from everyone that's talking about it. I would love to see what the next year looks like for Jeremy Roach leading the way for the Duke men's basketball team. I've got high expectations for him. I think he's set to have a remarkable junior season should he come back and lead the way for Duke basketball. When the point guard plays well, the whole team plays well. Given how well Roach played down the stretch, if Jeremy Roach does officially come back for his junior season, he will again be on the Bob Cousy watch list for the best point guard in the entire country, and he's going to be in strong contention to win that award as well. Coming up in a moment, we'll give you the A.J. Griffin season review next on Locked On Blue Devils. Today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar that you're going to find out there on the market. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Yes, 100% real chocolate. Low in calorie, high in protein. You can replace your candy bars with these. They're just simply better. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-V-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar, again, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate, cookies and cream, orange, so many flavors for you to choose from. As again, they're high in protein, low in calorie, high fiber, low carb. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Built Bar, a proud presenting sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. Moving forward here in this one, A.J. Griffin, the next player for us to review. Now that the season has come to a close, A.J. Griffin wore number 21 for Duke, the six foot six freshman out of White Plains, New York. He is the coach of Toronto Raptors assistant coach Adrian Griffin. His brother, Allen, played basketball at Syracuse. A.J. came into the season with really high expectations, a five-star prospect. He was the first player in this year's freshman class to commit to Duke. So of that great freshman class that Duke had, he was the first one to join the mix. His numbers finished like this, 10.4 points per game, 3.9 rebounds per game, one assist per game in 24 minutes of competition. He shot 70, or excuse me, he shot 49.3% from the floor, 79.2% from the free throw line, and 44.7% from three-point range. One of the best three-point shooters in the entire conference and also in all of the country, A.J. Griffin, his shot got him on the floor, and boy, was it awesome to watch. He sustained a preseason injury that set him back a little bit as Duke was going through the exhibition portion 
of the schedule. And remember, late in his basketball career, some knee injuries kept A.J. Griffin from playing a lot of basketball in his high school career. He came on strong, though. Boy, did he come on strong playing for the Duke basketball team. He played in every single game. Despite the preseason injury, A.J. Griffin went on to play in every single game. He had a scary moment in the Michigan State game where he went down and you thought whether or you wondered whether or not he'd be able to play again this season. He did. He came back and played well. He had 18 points against Arkansas in the Elite Eight on 77.8% shooting from the floor in that game. A remarkable performance for A.J. His first matchup of the season against Wake Forest was the first time we saw A.J. Griffin in the starting lineup. Duke was slower to put him out on the floor. For example, in Duke's signature win against Gonzaga on a Black Friday in Las Vegas, A.J. Griffin only played six total minutes in that game. After the Wake Forest game, he was a starter for the rest of the season. Two games, he finished with four assists. That was his season high in that department. At Notre Dame, A.J. finished with nine rebounds. That was his best uh, performance rebounding the basketball. He had five games where he scored over 20 points, 10 games where he scored more than 15 points at North Carolina in Chapel Hill, three of six shooting from three-point range, nine of 13 from the floor, the best shooting performance, the best game of the season for A.J. Griffin was that win at UNC when Duke went on to win by 20 points. He scored the first 10 points of the second half, scored a game-high 27, A.J. Griffin was remarkable in that one. A game at Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. A.J. Griffin went 6 of 10 from shooting from the three-point line, so did a remarkable job shooting in that one. Again, season 44.7% from three-point range, and the guy was taking a good bit of three-pointers. He really was impressive to watch. He's going to be a projected lottery pick. He hasn't officially declared for the NBA draft, but all indications are that he will be making that decision. April 24th is the deadline for early entrance to announce that are returning. Of course, they can still come back after they learn what their reviews and grades are from NBA scouts, but do expect AJ to declare and stay in the draft. He's likely going to be a top 14 pick. That's what they deem the lottery, and that's where I think he's going to be uh, be picked. He, most of his scoring, when you're talking about AJ Griffin and reviewing the season, came from beyond the arc. So, A.J. wasn't a guy that was creating much of a shot of his own. He wasn't putting the ball on the deck a whole lot at the next level. You would love to see that a little bit more from A.J., and I know you will. And this season, I don't know if the injury's in the back of your mind when you're thinking about that or the fact that you've got uh, Paulo Bancaro who had the ball in his hands a lot. I don't know. When, when A.J. wasn't playing well, he wasn't finding ways to shoot other than that three-point shot, and that's certainly something that you want to see improve. Uh, should A.J. Griffin come back for his sophomore season, that's not going to happen. But if you're just looking at ways for him to prove the fact that he didn't put the ball on the deck as much and wasn't creating his shot on his own that frequently, that would definitely be something to be on the lookout for. But what a fun player he was. What a bright smile A.J. Griffin had in a one-and-done era. All of these freshmen, we love them so much for one year, and then you wish them well as they go off and start their best uh, professional basketball journey. So A.J. Griffin a terrific player for Duke men's basketball. He's heading off to the NBA draft, uh, most likely. And uh, yeah, fun to review his season. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to put Theo John and Joey Baker together. We'll give you their end of season review as Locked On Blue Devils continues in a moment. Today's edition of Locked On Blue Devils is brought to you by our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. 
Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Final segment here with you on today's edition of Lockdown Blue Devils. Again, my name is JJ Jackson, your host of this podcast. Let's talk about Theo John and Joey Baker. I'll start first with Theo John, who wore jersey number 12 for the Blue Devils, a native of Minnesota. John was the Marquette grad transfer. Came in, he's adding depth to your front court at six foot nine, 242 pounds. Theo was a really fun player to watch, a veteran of this bunch, a very experienced player as Theo John is 23 years old, 2.8 points per game on the season for Theo, 2.5 rebounds per game in 11.3 minutes per game, 60% shooting from the floor, 62.5% shooting from the free throw line, 13 games this season. Theo went 100% from the floor. I know a number of those were just one for one, but he came in, he did his role, he made buckets, he rebounded, he played tough defense. Really impressive what you got out of Theo John this season. His season high, his best performance came against NC State when he had 10 points. He also had an eight-point game against the Citadel. Six games with six or more points for Theo John, including the Final Four game against North Carolina when John finished with six points, four rebounds, and one assist against the Tar Heels. Nine rebounds at Notre Dame was his season high in that uh, category against Notre Dame with those nine rebounds. More on that final four game against North Carolina. Mark Williams in foul trouble. So Duke had to put Theo John in there. They had to. They had to get minutes out of him to make sure Mark Williams would be ready to go in the second half. Theo was very aggressive offensively and also on the defensive end. He got called for four fouls. Some of them, yeah, to this day I'll say they were questionable. But I loved what you got out of Theo. He was not afraid to talk smack to hype his team up a little bit, just an all-around amazing teammate, someone that uh, we're going to miss. Look, he only played 11 minutes out there on the floor for Duke in his one season with the Brotherhood after coming to Marquette where he averaged 26.3 minutes just a year ago. One of the leaders of Marquette, he's second in their all-time program history in the block shot department. Theo did a great job playing defense for Duke. He played for Steve Wojciechowski, a former Duke player, a former Duke associate coach, and current Duke assistant coach Chris Carwell was an assistant at Marquette in Theo's freshman season, so they already knew one another. It was amazing to see Theo out there. He really bought in to being a Duke basketball player, and uh, best of luck to, to Theo and the rest of his basketball playing career, wherever it may take him. If he wants to be a coach, I'm sure he'd be a great one. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch number 12, Theo John, play the season for Duke. One more review for you today. Joey Baker, number 13, Joey Baker finished his senior season with Duke playing in 34 games. The 6'6 senior out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, finished with 4.5 points per game, 1.2 rebounds per game, 11.9 minutes per game. So not the most minutes played for Joey. He had 40.5% shooting from three-point range, which was absolutely terrific that Joey Baker was that productive from the three-point line. But down the stretch, didn't play as much for the Duke Blue Devils. He scored in double figures in six different games. Three of them were ACC games. An improvement for Joey because last year as a junior, he shot just 31.4% 
from three-point range, up to 40 this year, so a 9% boost in that department. He scored 2.9 points per game as a junior, so that number went from 2.9 up to 4.5. Better on that end. Remember, he played four games in his freshman season when Duke decided to burn his red shirt. He was a part of the freshman class with Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett. And then also, you talk about what he did as a sophomore. He played in 28 games, three starts that season. Back on December 19th, 2019, he had 22 points versus Wofford in his sophomore season. That was a career high for Joey Baker. So this season, his season high came against South Carolina State in the non-conference. Joey, his defense kind of took him off the floor. Really struggled on the defensive end, had a hard time staying in front of defenders or excuse me, of the opposition as a defender himself. And so that removed Joey Baker from the game, from competition. And uh, you got to improve on the defensive end of the floor in order to stay out there so that your offense contributes. And the fact that Joey Baker is primarily that three-point shooter for Duke, A.J. was playing so well, so not as much need for Joey to be out there. We did learn today, this Friday edition of Lockdown Blue Devils, here on April 15th, 2022, Duke announced that Joey Baker underwent a successful hip surgery, so had a hip injury that uh, we didn't know much about, and did announce that Joey Baker would be using his extra year of eligibility granted by the COVID-19 hardship. So he will come back and play a fifth season for Duke, which is awesome because, again, Duke burned that red shirt, and he only had four games worth of competition his freshman season. So he'll be an experienced guy. I don't know how much playing time there's going to be for Joey Baker going into next season, but that's a leader. That's a five-year player who served as a captain this past year, by the way, represented Duke in that captain setting along with Wendell Moore Jr. I'm excited. Joey Baker, when he's on the floor, he's proven that he's a knockdown shooter. If he can improve that defense, the lateral quickness, and maybe give you a little bit more off the bounce, I think we're going to see a good bit of Joey Baker on the floor for Duke basketball next season now that he is officially announced he's coming back. So that's awesome. Uh, tomorrow on Locked On, or not on Locked On Blue Devils, but tomorrow being aware that the Duke football spring game will be taking place. We will have the Duke football spring game. We'll talk about that next week on Locked On Blue Devils. Be on the lookout for that. A lot of questions about the quarterback position. Riley Leonard, Jordan Moore, Who's going to be that guy this upcoming fall for Duke football? We'll be able to talk about that. We'll also kind of recap the Duke basketball banquet that just took place. A lot of really cool moments from that that I want you to know about. We'll discuss all of that on next week's show. Yesterday, I want to give a shout-out to number 13, Duke men's lacrosse. They picked up a huge win, 17-8 victory over number 6, Virginia. Duke has just one game left on the season. They're at or They're playing North Carolina on May 1st, a 5.30 start on the ACC Network. As Duke sophomore Brennan O'Neill registered eight points and the Duke defense held number six Virginia to just eight goals yesterday. It was a Thursday afternoon game that Duke led wire to wire and built their lead to as many as nine goals to push their record to 10-5 and five overall and 2-2 two and two in league competition. Goaltender Mike Adler had a career-high 20 saves and just eight goals allowed. Remarkable performance for Duke men's lacrosse. John Donowski had a big test up for his team, and they responded. Big-time win for Duke men's lacrosse. Again, an extended break into the academic semester coming up. 
and then Duke will be back in action versus North Carolina on May 1st before they start a run trying to claim their fourth national championship as a men's lacrosse program. As we start to wrap up our show today, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. For my state of North Carolina listeners, make sure you now go check out the Lockdown Panthers podcast. It's almost NFL draft time. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day.